Welcome to this episode of Total Smoke Show Presents. It's always Christmas, except sometimes. A Hallmark parody podcast. This episode is titled, A Very Merry Podcast, and was written by Caroline Yates. Three, two, one. My name is Greta Kane, and you're listening to Just Missed You, a podcast devoted to finding people who have recently gone missing, hosted by yours truly and my boyfriend, Todd Strong. Hello to my fans. This is Todd Strong. Last month, we made a pod that was a bit of a departure from our normal content. It was entitled Considering Gravel, Past, Present, and Future. We lost a lot of subscribers and a lot of ad revenue with that pod. NCR, a.k.a. National Conglomerate Radio, sponsors this pod, and my boss told us we need to go back to what we're good at. I learned that it isn't a good idea to cover a topic as divisive as gravel. This month, we want to uncover what just happened on a Hallmark Christmas movie set. Kurt Catton is a promising Hallmark movie actor in the upcoming film Christmas Town Farm. However, he suddenly disappeared last week, and Hallmark refuses to comment on this mystery. Kirk's family and friends do not know where he is. I want to start out this one by saying that this episode is not like the rest, in more ways than one. Also, I promise this episode is not about gravel. We'll dive in after a word from our sponsor. What do roads driveways, paths, parking lots, building sites, and landscaping materials have in common? Gravel. It's not just tiny rocks anymore. Hello to my fans. This is Todd Strong. We're back with Just Missed You. A townsperson welcomed us as soon as we arrived to a small town in Canada, a common Hallmark filming location. Welcome to Mistletoe Village. You must be Greta and Todd. May I take your belongings? Yeah, here you go. Okay, I'll put them in your cabin. The film set is just down that hill. Sweet, many thanks. Come on, Gretel, let's head to the set. Todd, my name is Greta. You know that. When the townsperson left, I thought to myself, are these townspeople really so nice? Or are they hiding something sinister? I grew skeptical. Skeptical of this town, skeptical of the people in it, But above all else, I became skeptical of myself. Was I ready for Mistletoe Village? We knew we'd have to ask the cast and crew some hard-hitting questions. First question is for the producer, or as I like to call you, the person who oversees film production. Is, Is that a voice recorder? Don't you need to tell us before you record? I'm sorry, but I pod. It's what I do. Anyways, my question is, when was the last time you saw Kirk Catton? Well, we've been instructed by Hallmark not to talk about Kirk's disappearance. If you want to ask us about the movie, we're all ears. Okay. Well, let's see. What's the most difficult part of filming a Hallmark Christmas movie? Not many people know this, but every Hallmark movie is filmed in the summer, and it's hot as hell. I have a question for you, the director. Listeners, the director is the person who says action and cut. My question is, 
What is the biggest challenge you face as a director? Well, not many people know this, but every Hallmark movie is filmed in the summer and it's hot as hell. I have a question for Jane Jeffrey, the lead actress, AKA the person who says the most words in the movie. What was the hardest part about getting into character? Let me guess, not many people know this, but every Hallmark movie is filmed in the summer and it's hot as hell? <laughs> oh no, I, I was gonna say that um, oh yeah, it's really hard to pretend it's cold during the summer. All right, thanks everyone. Hey babe, I don't know if you noticed, but everyone gave us the same answers to our questions. I think we should talk to these people one-on-one. -on -one. They clearly have something to hide, and they don't want to talk in front of the entire cast and crew. I'll target Jane, you talk to the director. Got it. Hey Jane, if you have time, I have some additional questions for you. Do you know where we could get some coffee and sugar cookies? I sure do. Let's go to Jingle Bell Java. They have the best coffee in all of Mistletoe Village. We ordered cookies and coffee. The cookies were, in fact, delicious. As soon as we sat down, Jane let me know that she is a fan of the pod. I love your podcast. True crime is my favorite genre. Other than rom-coms, of course. <laughs> but I gotta admit, your last episode made me pretty furious. I am strongly opposed to gravel. Noted, I won't bring up gravel with you. Although, I will say that a lot of people think that we as a society don't talk about gravel enough. Please, Greta, have some respect for my feelings towards gravel, please. We'll just have to agree to disagree on gravel, Jane. Let's just not talk about Didn't it anymore. Coffee? I got coffee and donuts. Coffee and donuts! We'll continue with my interview right after a word from one of our sponsors. Right now, somewhere in America, there's gravel that needs a road. The gravel doesn't realize there is any hope for a better life. No gravel should be left abandoned. At Americans Against Pavement, we're committed to searching every dark corner to find gravel. But we can't reach this gravel without your support. So please, Visit our website and join Americans Against Pavement. Sign up for just $100 a month, and you'll help put gravel where it belongs, on a road made of gravel. And we're back with the rest of my interview with Jane Jeffrey. Oh, I uh, didn't know you were already recording. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a potter who pods, and this is my pod -sess. I record everything. All right, uh, go ahead, I guess. Just please edit out the gravel stuff. Will do. Jane, do you know where Kirk is? Look, I know that you're here to cover the disappearance, but do we really have to talk about Kirk right now? Don't get me wrong, I want to find out where Kirk is too, but it's literally all that anyone has talked about since he went missing last week. I can ask you some questions about your career. Okay, shoot! Were you a fan of Hallmark Christmas movies growing up? Oh, big fan. And I still am. I'll never forget the first Hallmark movie I watched. It was Christmas Day in 2002, and my parents divorced the day before on Christmas Eve. A week before that, we lost our home. We couldn't find it anywhere. How awful. I'm so sorry. With no Christmas plans, my mom and I watched A Christmas to Remember. It was about a mother who was recently divorced, and she fell in love with Santa Claus. It was the worst Christmas for my family, but that movie gave me hope that my mom would fall in love with Santa. 
Wow, that's amazing. I have to admit, I always thought Hallmark Christmas movies were a bit corny. I was so wrong. Greta, it's totally fine. It's easy to be cynical. But if you can open your heart to a Hallmark Christmas movie, you can do anything, and all of your dreams will come true in life. Jane went on to say a bunch of other stuff. But the important thing is, is that she thinks people should be open to love. I thanked Jane for a great evening and left. I walked into my cabin. Todd was on the phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm on my way. Yeah, peace. Todd, what's going on? I just called our agent to tell him I've come up with the best pod name ever. It's called Todd's Pod. Todd's Pod! And it's going to be my new solo pod. Babe, I'm sorry. i got to go do this pod for Todd. Todd, I forgave you every day you forgot my name is Greta these past five years. But as a fellow potter who pods, if you walk out of that door right now to start your own pod called Todd's Pod... Todd's Pod! Dang it, I have to admit that's a great pod name. But if you leave me right now, Pod, then you and I are over. (sighs) Grimo, I'm sorry, but I gotta go do this for Todd. Todd's Pod. Todd's Pod! Peace, Grebo. At that moment, I realized Todd didn't care about me. He was only interested in Todd's pod. I didn't know what to do or where to go. I thought about going back to my huge apartment in the big city of New York, but then I thought of Kirk and my commitment to find him. Where is Kirk? And why doesn't anyone else care about his whereabouts? And now, a word from our sponsor. What's up, Z-Bags? Oh my god, are you still listening to Greva Kane's podcast? Don't listen to this pod. This pod sucks. Listen to my new pod called Todd's Pod. It's about me. I'm Todd. I body surf, eat awesome foods, and I have a pet turtle named Jeff. This pod is about why I rule. Please subscribe. Peace. I'm Greta Kane, and you're listening to Just Missed You, a pod devoted to finding missing people. Except, of course, for that one spin-off episode on Gravel. <laughs> the next day, I decided to look on the bright side. With Todd gone, I had the opportunity to host my own solo pod. I plan to talk to more cast and crew about Kirk's possible whereabouts. I sat down on a bench at Crafty to write down my questions and eat a donut. In the distance, I overheard the director over the megaphone. Today, we're going to film the scene when the beautiful, confident, and newly single female protagonist from New York meets the new hunky guy in the small town. Time for the meet cute. It's pretty cliche, right? Yeah, it never happens in real life. Wait a minute, aren't you the actor who took over Kirk Catton's role in the movie? Yep, I'm Mike Charmington. I play Clark, a.k.a. the new hunky guy in the small town. (laughs) (laughs) You're Greta Kane, right? Yeah, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Listen, I got a cup of coffee at Jingle Bell Java, but I don't have time to drink it. I gotta go film the next scene for this Hallmark movie. Do you want it? 
You like coffee? Do I like coffee? I love coffee. I do too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Thanks. Yeah? For the coffee. Oh, yeah. You got it. Hey, want to come watch me act in this next scene for Hallmark movies? Definitely. Let's go. I'd love to ask you some questions at the end of the day, if that's okay. Fine by me. I look forward to it. Greta. My name's Greta. He got my name right. For once, someone got my name right. My name is Greta. It was great watching Mike act in the movie. He is an amazing Hallmark actor. His character, Clark, said things like, Good morning. And, I love the color orange. And, Hi. Merry Christmas. I couldn't help but think, is he talking to me? I mean, not literally, of course. He was talking to Jane's character, but for a second, I swore he glanced at me. Could he be wishing that he was talking to me? After filming rap for the day, I went to Holly Bar and Grill. Hey, Pat, can we get two cold ones? You got it, Mike. Here you go. Oh, no, 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 no. Your money's no good here. These beers are on the house. Patrick, I insist. You never let me pay for anything. I simply won't hear of it, and I refuse to take your money. Come on, Pat. No. All I want to do is give you free beers. All right, Pat. If you say so. Well, just give me a holler if you two need anything else. Pat, I'd love to talk with you about the disappearance of Kirk Catton if you have a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Did you know Kirk? Not too well. I mean, he came into the bar a few times for drinks. He did always tip really well. Thick stacks of $100 bills that were held together with rubber bands. I remember that because no one's ever tipped me that much before. One night he tipped me $40,000. That's all I know, unfortunately. Oh, also the money had a lot of cocaine on it. <sighs> Sorry, I couldn't be a more help. Thanks, Pat. I, I appreciate it. Alright, if you two need anything at all, just give me a holler. One more question. What are you doing with that blowtorch? Well, I recently became a mixologist. I'm blowtorching garnishes to add to the craft cocktails. But are you supposed to blowtorch the entire lemon? You're holding it so close to the lemon, Pat. It, it keeps catching fire. It's nothing but ash. Look, I am a self-named mixologist. I think I know how to handle a blowtorch. Anyways, if you do need anything else at all, give me a holler. That Pat is such a great guy. I love him like my family. Are you from Mistletoe Village? You seem to know everyone so well. No, but it really feels like home. And I have Hallmark to thank for that. I've been here every summer for the last four years filming Hallmark Christmas movies. I know everyone here by name. I even went to Pat's son's wedding last winter. You should see it here in the winter. When it snows, everything is covered in snow. I'm loving it here so far. There's homes, a coffee shop, and a bar. Honestly, I see myself living in Mistletoe Village one day, and getting my big break in a Hallmark Christmas movie meant Mike went on to say some other things. When Mike was finally done talking about his career, he asked me something. Hey, have you, um, been recording the whole time? Of course, Mike. I'm a legitimate potter who pods. Well, I'm okay with it. Now, where was I? Tell me about Greta Kane. What's your favorite inanimate object? Well, you probably don't want to hear about it, but 
I just did a podcast about gravel, and it's actually something that means a lot to me. Greta, are you, are you kidding me? I love gravel. Please, tell me more. Really? I love gravel too. I think a lot of people think gravel is just loose aggregation of rock fragments. It's so much more than that. So much more. It makes up hundreds of thousands of miles of road. It can be both produced and found in nature as a common geological deposit from erosion. The United States is the world's leading producer and consumer of gravel. But you wouldn't know it. No one is talking about it. People don't appreciate gravel at all. I come from a family of gravel makers, or as I like to call us, gravel grinders. So the fact that you love gravel is, it's like Beethoven, Sinatra. It's music to my ears. You know, the French word for gravel is gravel. Isn't that beautiful? I've never told anyone this, but I want to name my first child gravel. That is the most beautiful word I've ever heard. Also, I'm really great with kids. Listeners, at that very moment, Mike and I leaned in to kiss. I couldn't believe I was falling in love again so quickly. Hey, did I hear you two dingbats talking about gravel? Gravel sucks. I tripped on gravel once and almost twisted my ankle. Bye now. Jeez, I... Didn't know gravel made people so angry. I didn't either, until I almost lost my job because of it. 80% of Americans are strongly opposed to gravel. Oh, wow, I mean, I, I had no idea. Usually when I talk to people about gravel, their eyes glaze over and they stop responding to me, but I always assumed it was because they thought I was being boring. Nope. They were boiling with anger inside. Huh. You learn something new every day. I'm in my liberal gravel bubble over here. <laughs> Mike, I hope you don't mind, but I have to ask, do you know where Kirk could be? Honestly, I never even met the guy. You see, Hallmark has labeled both of us as the good guy who ends up with the lead actress. Hallmark never puts two good guys in the same movie. It's, it's unheard of. Okay, good to know. So there's no way you could have abducted or murdered him. There's... No way. I mean, I didn't even show up until after he was gone. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm here. I'm here because he disappeared. So, it would have been impossible. And I'm really sorry that he disappeared, though. I hope he's found safe soon. Me too. Well, I, I guess I should head home. Mind if I walk you to your cabin? That would be great. Thanks. Mike walked me to my cabin. We said our goodbyes, and I got some much-needed rest. The next day, I woke up to a knock at the door. Hey, Greta, it's me, Jane. Brought you some coffee. Hi, Jane, come on in. I heard that Sparks flew at Holly Bar and Grill last night. Oh no, I knew that blowtorch was a bad idea. Pat has no idea what he's doing with it. No, silly. Sparks flew between you and Mike. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely falling for Mike. Oh my god, Greta! I'm so happy for you. This is everything you've always wanted. Hey, Greta, 
It's me, Mike. Oh my god! He's right outside. Hello, Loverboy! Jane, stop. I'll just leave you two alone. Oh, hi, Mike. It's me, Jane. Well, bye, you two. Bye, Bye, Jane. Jane. Hi, Greta. I have the day off today, and I hope we could spend it together. I'd love to. Oh, and also I thought of something that may be helpful to your investigation. What is it? Well, someone told me that Kirk was always on the phone talking in Russian, and he said he was always talking to his mom who lives there, but... After you and I talked last night, I googled some of the Russian words, and he definitely wasn't talking to his mom. He was talking about insider trading, interference in elections around the world, and then something about, like, nuclear warheads. I know it's not much, but I thought maybe it could be of some help. Thanks, Mike. Still not enough to go on yet, but let me know if anything else comes to mind. Will do. Also, I saw these plain donuts and thought of you. Mike, thank you so much. At that moment, we leaned in to kiss, and then Todd showed up in a horse-drawn carriage. Just my luck. Greta, I've been looking for you everywhere. I've been doing my pod for two days and I don't have any subscribers. I don't even know what to pod about. Also, I made a mistake by leaving you. Can you forgive me? I want to rejoin your podcast. I've just been, you know, running Todd went on to pour his heart out, but the main takeaway was that he was still madly in love with me. It was a monologue of love. By the way, mono is short for one, and log is a fallen or chopped tree branch. Anyways, Mike was super upset by Todd's monologue of love, because he also loves me. And I just love you that much, and that's what I mean when I say I love you. Mike said he had to go. Greta, I gotta go. Bye. Mike, wait! Todd, you don't care about me at all. You only care about the pod fame. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm Todd. The host of Todd's Pod. Todd, we are never, ever getting back together. Okay. I have to go find Mike and let him know how I really feel. I went looking for Mike, but I couldn't find him anywhere. I went to the set and asked the cast and crew if Mike has a favorite place in Mistletoe Village. Everyone gave me the same answer. Mike's favorite place is his cabin. I went on a nice walk and realized what I must do. It was so obvious, and I knew Mike would love it. I gathered gravel from outside of his cabin and outside of my cabin, glued it together into the shape of a heart, and painted it red. Aww. (laughs) After I was done, I took my creation to Mike. Luckily, the lights were on in his cabin. Mike, it's Greta. You misunderstood earlier. I don't love Todd anymore. You know, it was hard for me to see you with your ex. You see, I I got divorced two years ago and I haven't been able to open my heart up to anyone since then. Mike, I brought you a new heart. Here, I made it out of gravel for you. It's from the gravel outside of both of our cabins. 
this is the most beautiful gift anyone has ever given me. Mike, I'm falling for you. Oh, look. There's mistletoe at the top of my cabin door. Wonder how that got there. Mike, you're so funny. No, I'm serious. Someone keeps putting mistletoe on my cabin door, and I take it off every day, and then I shred it, and I throw it in the garbage, but a new mistletoe stem is on my door every morning, and I can't figure out who is doing it. Mike, shut up and kiss me. Finally, at that moment, we kissed. It was then that I realized that although I intended to make a podcast about the disappearance of Kirk Catton, the more interesting story was, in fact, my own. More to come after a word from our sponsor. Can you help us find our son, Kirk? He was last seen filming a Hallmark Christmas movie in Mistletoe Village, Canada. We don't know anything about his whereabouts. If you know anything, anything at all, please let us know. Call 1-800-555-KIRK. Thank you. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. If if you know anything, please call 1-800-555. Welcome back to Just Missed You. Fast forward to five months later, and I couldn't be happier. Even though I didn't find Kirk... I did find love. I just bought a cabin in Mistletoe Village. Mike bought a cabin too. We haven't moved in together yet, but we will eventually. We've already planned out our wedding. I'm still best friends with Jane. She lives in LA, but she's here all the time to film a new Hallmark movie. And Todd, he's still hosting Todd's pod. I'll admit that Todd's Pod is a killer pod name, but he still doesn't have any subscribers, unfortunately. You're probably asking what I learned from all of this. I learned to open my heart, listen to my heart, and follow my heart. And, oh yeah, don't underestimate the power of gravel. (laughs) Thanks, gravel. And thank you for listening. Tune in next month when I look into who went missing in a Vancouver cheese factory. Um, hello? Hello, Greta Kane. I'm so glad you answered. I'm a big fan of your pod. Anyways, my son was playing in a gravel pit again, and he came across a dead body. It was Kirk Catton. He was in a gravel pit behind Charmington Gravel, as in Mike Charmington's family gravel business. Greta, do you know what this means? I mean, Mike and Kirk were always auditioning for the same roles in Hallmark movies, and now Kirk is dead. I can't prove it, but I mean, he must have been murdered. I, I think that Mike Charmington murdered him. I, I, oh God, I, I think- I'm sorry, but you have the wrong number. Hey, babe, who was that on the phone? It was nothing, Mike. Go back to bed. I took care of it. This has been Total Smoke Show Presents It's Always Christmas, Except Sometimes, a Hallmark parody podcast. This episode was performed by Sam Gordon, Reva Grimble, Brian Jackson, J. Stephen Madura, Brittany Mignanelli, and Caroline Yates. Stay tuned for more.